Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. An unprecedented period of Florida State's football program or athletic department history just keeps on going. Keeps on going. If you thought there wouldn't be news, like different kind of news, just wait five minutes. There'll be more alongside Gene Williams, founder and administrator of Warchant.com. Corey Clark, lead writer, senior writer here at Warchant.com. My name is Tom Lang. And as you can see at the bottom of the screen, Florida State football, Florida State offensive line coach Alex Atkins, NIL collective rising spear, all hit with unprecedented NCAA penalties. Guys, we had heard about this for a, a while, that perhaps NIL penalties, NIL era penalties are coming for collectives. Florida State got hit with one tonight. Before I welcome you in for your opinions, let's get to the beautiful bean footage here. Everybody get your spectacles out. We got uh, four-point font on the screen. I'm going to summarize very quickly all of the penalties levied against Florida State, the collective rising spear, etc. Florida State hit with two years of probation. Alex Atkins, the offensive coordinator, offensive line coach, hit with a two-year show cause. So you have to say if you're going to hire him away for Florida State, why you're doing so, including a three-game suspension for Alex Atkins in 2024. There's a restriction from off-campus recruiting during the fall uh, of 2023 for the assistant coach. I guess that's post-dated. So there was a restriction on Alex Atkins. A three-year dissociation from the booster in question of the collective rising spear. A one-year dissociation with the collective itself rising spear. More on that in a minute. A $5,000 fine for Florida State plus 1% of the football budget. That's not nothing. We've seen multiple reports out there that say it's 1% of the athletics budget. But I'm reading to you off of the NCAA document itself. It's not the athletics budget. It is the football budget. 5% reduction in football scholarships over a two-year probationary period, amounting to the total of five scholarships. A reduction in, in official paid visits for Florida State. Football recruiting communications are tamped down by six weeks and a reduction in the number of in-person recruiting days during the 23-24 academic year. All right, guys, that's a lot of information. Uh, Gene Williams, I'm going to start with you. The news just keeps on getting more interesting for Florida State. Go ahead, your initial thoughts. Uh, Just when is it going to end? I I made the comment to you guys beforehand. I mean, it seems like since Alabama State, I've never seen a negative news cycle like this uh, as long as I've been around Florida State. I don't know if anybody at any school has gone through what Florida State's gone through the last couple months. It's insane. Um, on this, look, it's it's not good. I mean, it's a probation. It could be worse. I guess this is a, a like, categorize it as a type two or level two, mm-hmm. not a level one. And I think FSU, we're going to get that in a minute, issued a statement. Yes. Um, so not the big, the big taboo, you know, lack of institutional control, those kind of things are there. But hey, you lost scholarships. You're limited in what you can do recruiting wise. I mean, that, that's not good. You don't want to pay a fine. I mean, that fine, the 1% significant. And this isn't a time when you, you're, flush with money so that's not a good thing and it's just the perception too i think the biggest thing to me is the perception you've had so much going out nationally with florida state getting the snub being sued a lot of negative press in the media all the things with mike norvell and alabama all this stuff going on this is it we really didn't need that at this time for your perception to me that's the biggest hit florida state takes on this right now but it could have been it could be worse you know no players are ineligible the player that 
was the center of all this, never enrolled at Florida State, so you don't have to worry about any el- eligibility issues. So I guess if there's a positive, it's not super severe, and it doesn't in- impede any player's uh, eligibility. It's not going to cost you any games. So we're going to put this on the screen as well. Uh, Director Ben behind the scenes doing that for us. But, Corey, before I get your reaction, Florida State did release a, a statement itself saying that the university and the NCAA agreed upon the committee's final de- uh, determination regarding the actions taken against Florida State, that the committee found no lack of institutional control, that's the key term in these proceedings by FSU, nor did they cite any failure to monitor the institution. Further, the NCAA acknowledged no findings of responsibility by the head football coach. The committee affirmed that the head football coach, that's Mike Norvell, his name's been in the news too, everybody, promotes an atmosphere of compliance. And Corey, before I go to you really quickly, the quote from Michael Alford, vice president and director of athletics at Florida State, we are pleased to reach closure in the situation and view this as another step in strengthening our culture of compliance at Florida State University. We take all compliance matters very seriously and our full cooperation with the NCAA on this case is a clear example of that commitment. We remain committed to compliance with all NCAA rules, including dissociation of the booster and the collective. All right, Corey, it's so much to sort through at a time where Florida State already has so much to sort through. Choose it. Transfer portal. Head coach future. Conference future. Whatever. Your sense of where Florida State stands with this particular issue, and where's your head at, man? Well, look, I I would just say this, and I told you guys before we started uh, recording, you know, if I'm looking at Mike Norbell as my next head coach, I mean, clearly I got to look somewhere else. This guy is a renegade. He runs a renegade program, (laughs) just cheating all over the place. Uh, uh, You know, getting meetings aligned with kids you don't even sign. They ended up going somewhere else. So, uh, no, look, I I think it's, uh, I mean, just the timing of it. I mean, it's just like, like Gene said, it just feels like another anvil falling on you. After all this, after the Orange Bowl, after the the snub, your head coach is in the news for maybe going somewhere else, and then this on top of it. Like, I get that the NSA needs to have an example. And I think in the long term, stuff like this will be important uh, to try to curb in a sta- curb, um, you know, violations and establish some sort of parameters as we move forward in this goofy sport. But, of course, it had to be Florida State. That's the first one up, right? Like they hadn't had a bad enough month, uh, for, uh, you know, and their coach is still being considered for another spot. And you're like, okay, well, we're, let's just throw this on top of uh, to all to, to everybody's head. I, I look, if me being a pragmatist and a realist, it's so much better from our from Florida State's perspective, and our perspective is what we do for a living. I'm not trying to be rude here or mean that that says rising spear, not battles end. You know what yeah. I mean? Just for our perspective, the rising spear, if you don't know, that was the one that that Florida State started with. And it kind of, Gene, if I'm not mistaken, Tom, too, it kind of morphed more into the secondary sports, quote-unquote secondary sports, soccer, uh, maybe women's basketball, baseball, softball, those sports, and, 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 and coming up with NIL opportunities for those athletes, and not football. Football is all the battles in. The battles in is not mentioned once. Uh, in that because the battles in I don't even think was a thing back in 2022 when this happened so if you're worried about that the battles in is still operating uh, is and it's 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 up and operating but yeah it's just uh, you know so what we can talk through it but my initial indication honestly was thank heavens it's rising spear not the battles in the battles in is much more important to what we do for a living and what these people watching this care about 
Yeah, there's no doubt when it comes to football. And Gene, I'll pivot to you in just a moment. Yeah. Also, uh, men's golf is safe if you care about the battles that's involved in men's golf. Right. I wonder about the implications of does this mean legally that that Rising Spear has to allow their student athletes who are profiting off of name, image, and likeness are are they now all free agents in the Florida State community? There are a lot of implications here because this is a football issue that cost Rising Spear a seat at the table. And I would hate Gene Williams for that to cost yeah. Florida State student athletes in other sports the opportunities that have been, you know, negotiated for them because that would be ridiculous. It's like anything yeah. else, Gene. When you see a head coach that's long since passed and cheated at a program uh, skate and go to the NFL or go to a different program, and then the kids that are currently on campus are suspended. Hopefully, it doesn't end up like that. Right. Now, I, I don't. Again, putting on my old lawyer hat, which <laughs> has been uh, in the dust closet for years but um, I, my reading of the disassociation this is a order to FSU so FSU has to disassociate with Rising Spirit doesn't put an end to Rising Spirit they have nothing to do with Rising Spirit for a year right Gene for one Correct. year yeah, not and then also think years. of it this way if you're reading it in the most Dacronian way and say they have to shut down they can't give money imagine this happening the NCAA taking money out of you know, women's sports, Olympic sports by this ruling. That's exactly what got them this this mess in the first place. So I don't see their ruling like suddenly the softball team, they're not going to honor the contracts with the softball team. They're not going to get paid anymore. Now, this could result, I could see a year or so down the road, maybe transition, maybe some stuff happens. But I, I really can't see a scenario, and nor do I read the language that way, that it's going to immediately impact the sports, the NIL that is paid out to these other sports at Florida State. You know what kind of bothers me about this, though, gang, is that it's this was in the spring of 2022. The NIL was completely new to all of us, including coaches. And this seems so kind of innocuous. Like, hey, we have a kid that wants to transfer. What can we do for him to set him up? These are all kind of within the rules. I know they weren't, but they're certainly within the rules now. And it was so long ago that it was another collective that's not even involved in football anymore. And it's like, I know you're trying to make an example of Florida State, but now uh, one of your young and bright and, and up-and-coming assistant coaches, Alex Atkins, who we'll get to in a second, he's got a show cause for two years for this. It might have been a genuine mistake because none of us knew how to handle yeah, any of yeah. it back then. And you're making such a, uh, you talk about draconian, it just seems like, you know, I think, Gene, the foot, the 1% of the football budget is going to be a million dollars, right? Or so, uh, it may, I would think maybe, I don't know, 500. I don't know what that would be. It would be a substantial amount of money. It, these, these, these penalties for what we all understand other people are doing just seem a little bit excessive. But may, maybe that's just my fir on first blush, and that's my first glance at it. It seems a little excessive considering where this sport is now and what – what nobody really knew back then. I didn't even know there were rules. Well, I, I don't think there were. And Gene, to, I'll, I'll let you speak yeah. on this in a moment. But again, just to reiterate, it, it is one percent of the football budget. I know the big story that broke. You know, when everybody when this crossed everybody's desk, said one percent of the athletics budget. That matters. Like, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's a, a big bit, difference. Yeah, it's a little bit difference. Yeah, instead of one point six million, maybe it's eight hundred thousand. But whatever, I'll take that eight hundred thousand. Yeah, right, know, whatever it is. Exactly, Gene. A, a couple of things to speak to. Number one. You know, given Florida State's statement about this, clearly maybe the NCAA came at Florida State with something harsher and this was negotiated down to a certain place. Yeah. Do you see evidence of that? Where I mean, if if you've got Michael Alford going on record saying we've reached a, a nice yeah. uh, number here or, you know, we agree with these set of penalties, they're not fighting it. Florida State is not fighting this particular issue. Uh, your thoughts on that? 
And then if you want to offer up your first thoughts, Gene, on, on Alex Atkins here, because to me, Gene, this almost seems like the reverse Daryl Jackson situation where he enters the portal when there aren't these rules about second-time transfers. He gets penalized for rules that didn't exist. Mm-hmm. This is kind of the same thing in reverse where there were no rules, period, and Florida State seems to be retroactively penalized when the Wild West was on in 2022. And it's always, for some reason, Florida State's always at the center of this stuff. I don't get I don't get it. Um, but no, I mean, yeah, this was negotiated. That was put in the release. That was put in the story in the NCAA that this is something. So I, I agree with Corey when I first looked at this. Goes, for him giving a ride and a little bit of discussion, we don't really know what the rules are. It, it seems extremely harsh given the landscape at the time. But again, and it, remember, it, you didn't get the kid. The yeah. player didn't come to your school. It's not like the FSU benefited anything yeah. from this. Um, so yeah, I, it's, it's a little bizarre, but then again, I, I, I have some trust. I, I don't think, uh, Mike Alford's an idiot. Like he would be taken advantage of by the NCA. So they must've thought this was a good enough deal. I guess they thought it could have been worse. I don't really know how it could be. Were they threatened to take away games or I, I think mean, they might've threatened to, uh, to maybe suspend Atkins for longer M- might've been, might've been on the table, like suspended maybe, for a year. Uh, yeah. eligible to coach for a year instead of I don't know if we mentioned it yet, but three games, right, Tom? He's he's suspended for the first three games of 2024, which is a big deal, yeah. but not only nearly as big as having to go find a new offensive line coach. Which who knows where the what the coaching staff will be, right? But uh, it could be something along the lines of keeping him in the fold and keeping his 2024 season uh, yeah, on the I- table. I would say two things. Number one, yeah, that at, at the top of that bullet point list, and for those of you that really want to test how strong your eyes are, I can pull it up on the screen again with these little types. Uh, this is very much fine print material that's on the screen. But that's one of the first points was the two-year show, show cause for Alex Atkins. He is the assistant coach that this is referring to and a three-game suspension. Gina, I think to Corey's point, it could be that the terms of negotiation were to whittle that down to three games for Alex Atkins. But then also yeah. Florida State can say equivocally in type, in its release, that Mike Norvell is in no way associated with this, that there's no lack of institutional control, and that Mike Norvell, uh, he, what is it? he promotes uh, compliance. He promotes uh, an air of compliance within the Florida State program. I think maybe those were the points that they were trying to be able to negotiate where they can say loud and clear sure. that they do not have a lack of institutional control. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, you don't want, I mean, it's less damage to the, pre- you know, honestly, if this didn't involve NIL, like you said, it's unprecedented because it involves NIL. And to date, the NCAA has done nothing, literally nothing when it comes to penalizing the NCAA. So this is a bigger story. If this would have just been a ho-hum run of the mill up, he got a ride in the car and he talked to a booster about something, it would have been probably a, a small little side note of a story based on when you look at the penalties. They're not really severe they're not great, but they're not super severe in terms of the whole program. Hey, Todd, so can you I, put the could you put the bullet points up again while Gene's talking? Sorry, Gene. No, no, that's cool. Yeah, this helps to look at this. So, I don't. Yeah, I don't like losing the money and all the other stuff. But again, it's a lot of little things, and maybe that was that makes sense to make a very, state, very strong statement. No lack of institutional control. The coach is doing great in terms of fostering compliance. So I guess that's what it went to. I just still I have this vision in my mind of Stan Wilcox sitting in Indi- his Indianapolis office just giggling away at this. Well, right. In the era of, uh, I think Corey and I just got done with a video last night. Saying, I said that you could fit me for seven and five-eighths of a tinfoil hat if it comes out that um, it was known weeks in advance that Nick Saban was retiring before uh, you know the committee elevated Alabama from where they were to the top four. 
it's that time. It's that time in Florida State's history, Corey, where it just feels yeah. like, you know, it, there are a lot of times Michigan makes a saying of it: "Us against the world, Michigan against the world." Yeah. If Florida State fans feel that way, can you blame them in this particular moment in the history of their of their fandom? No, because again, it's not. I don't think Florida State fans are going to sit here and say, "How dare you." Alex Atkins was right. You were wrong. I, I think you can accept the penalty. And as Gene said, the penalties aren't really severe. Atkins misses three games. I wanted you to put back up the, the bullet points, though, Tom, because it says the third one is a restriction from off-campus recruiting during fall 2023. Yep. So that's already been served? I guess it's backdated. It's got to be. Mm-hmm. So, so they just that's never reported that. Yeah. So, so they probably, yeah, they probably knew ahead of time this was yeah. going down, and this was part, you know, ahead of time. You say, okay, we're not letting him recruit for a certain period of time. We've so already done if, that. So if, if we, if we can believe, and, and we hope, we truly hope that whatever is going on with Rising Spear, that the athletes that are benefiting from Rising Spear get made whole, either by Rising Spear or some other way. Or maybe just Florida State can't foster relationships, but Rising Spirit can still exist. We're we're a little murky there, so that's a big deal. I don't want to I don't want to say that it isn't or dismiss it, but really what you're looking at is is Alex Atkins is going to miss three games, and I guess over the next two years you're going to lose five scholarships. So yep. two one year, yeah. so you're going to have 83 kids on scholarship next year, and then 80 what 82 the year after that, or something like that. Everything else, it's not. It, it, this isn't severe. This isn't Reggie Bush and USC or anything like that. So my point being with all that, guys, is that um, it's just the timing of it. Yeah. It's yep. just the timing of it and that Florida State is the first. It's the guinea I pig. I can't imagine that they're going to be the last. This might be rolling out. They might be doing a rollout over the next two months with all the schools that have been caught doing something like this. And I'm sure it's plentiful. But okay. that's what bothered, I think that's what would bother Florida State fans is like, really, Florida State, that had to be the first one you roll out with the unprecedented NIL penalties? And this is where we can perhaps uh, lift the curtain just a little bit, guys, because your your point, Corey, about the timing, like one of the days that, you know, Mike Norvell's future is at least somewhat speculated upon, and I, I'll say somewhat um, kind of in a funny way, the Atkins or assistant coach storyline, like, could there be something coming in that regard? It's been a, a behind the scenes for months. We didn't know if there was any truth to it, any validity to it. Frankly, this came out of nowhere that the NCAA decided to levy this as they do. The NCAA works on their own time. They keep their own counsel. We all know this. But that this week, that this Thursday is the time that it comes out is kind of nuts. And it sometimes it feels intentional. But Gene, I mean, again, the timing of this is just, um, boy, wow, couldn't have been better for Florida State. I mean, maybe the only worst time would have been right after the committee. I was going to say the day after the yeah. committee snubbed FSU, that would have been that old Wilcox. There you go, yeah. take that. <laughs> now it's just you, you just have to hope at some point this this crap has to end, right? It has to end sometime, right, Corey? Or am I, or am I jinxing it? Are we going to have another bomb? Yeah, tomorrow? shut up, Gene. <laughs> shut up, Gene. It doesn't have to end. We, you could just be getting. Uh, Crapped upon for the rest of your lives. Yeah, behind the scenes, I've been saying that to uh, a lot of people on staff. That Well, it can't possibly. There can't possibly be another unprecedented event. Well, here it is, another one. So we're going to stop asking that question. I will editorialize one thing really quickly. As far as I understand it, the restrictions, and there's a recruiting restriction that's coming up for Florida State uh, in terms of the days that they can't do this or that, I do not believe it extends to transfer portal visits or transfer portal weekends, as I personally understand it. That's important because Florida State could have some players on campus 
within uh, 24 hours of the recording yeah. of this video. Uh, last word, Corey, to you. This does seem like this is in, in, a, in a time for Florida State where there are things that are going to drag on, like the conference lawsuit. And yes. like perhaps it feels interminable to wait for Mike Norvell and seeing what's going on there and, and the news from out of Alabama and Tuscaloosa. This seems like this is in, in a package. This is just this is what it is. It's done. Time to move on. It seems that way from the way Florida State's messaging it, at least. Yeah, you know, honestly, like I, I'll go back to this. It, it's not it's not a crippling blow by any sense of the word. I think the reason we're even doing a video about it is because of the timing of it and just the unprecedented nature of Florida State being the first one. Uh, to get mm-hmm. hit with this. Um, but but otherwise, your offensive line coach is going to miss three games. Uh, that's the headline, right? Really, he's got a show cause, but he's going to miss three games. I think that's the headline. You're going to pay, I don't know, $750,000 fine, which seems like a lot, but whatever. Um, and, you know, look, I, I, I can understand Florida State fans uh, be, having the opinion of, man, I, I'm pretty sure earlier this week a national champion was crowned that was proven to have stolen signs and cheated. And you're going to, and they're not going to be put on probation. I'm sure because of that, I, maybe I'm wrong, but I'm going to go ahead and first guess that one and say they won't. Meanwhile, you're put on probation, quote unquote, for organizing a meetup with a collective for a kid you didn't even bring in. So I just want to keep coming back to that. Florida State, it, this is not where they got caught red-handed cheating. This is not SMU from the 80s or Connor Stallions. It's it's organizing an NIL collective meet with a prospective transfer portal kid, I believe, and it didn't work out. The kid didn't come. When you didn't even know what the rules were at the time. Right. So it's just, it's again, it's, 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 it's just, it's never ending. It's the ACC lawsuit. It's the snub. It's 63 to three. It's all the kids pull, opting out of the bowl game. And, and then it's your head coach uh, being on a list to go to another school. And then on top of all that, Hey, here you go. Here's some more news for you on a Thursday night. At least Florida State basketball is a three-game ACC winning streak for the right. first time in two hey. years. There right, let's talk go. about that for 10 minutes, Gene. What do you think? Yeah, there we go. Uh, for Actually, make it 15 because, guys, if you were worried about Alex Atkins going anywhere, but taking another job, well, somebody would have to show cause for the next two years. So <laughs> yeah, that's right. There is there that. There you go. Hey, look at Tom looking at the uh, – yeah, There you the- go. Folks, positive you, of this whole situation. Are you sick of seeing us yet on War Chant TV? We hope you're not, <laughs> because we're going to be talking to you 15 minutes from now about something uh. that uh, comes out of left field, because that's just the way it is these days. Do us a favor, though. Hit the like button underneath the video. If not for, if not for the news, for us. Hey, Hit can I go ahead and say something? I, I know Norvell watches all these videos religiously. Clearly, Mike, come ahead, and go out and make a statement. Give Florida State fans some good news. They need it, dude. They need some good news. Your O line coach. Just got y'all put on probation for two years. Come give these guys some good news, Mike. You owe it to them. Let's hey, go. hey, you know what, Corey? Friday that'd be perfect. Great weekend party. Yeah. Watch some NFL. No, Mike. No, they announced a new long-term deal for Mike. Sure, that would be nice. That would be nice. What's the opposite of a news dump? Would it be like a news dunk? That's what we're looking for here. Please. And look, if it happens at eight forty-five on Thursday night, we'll be talking to you again on War Chance. We'll be TV. right back. Hit the subscribe button. It's absolutely free. Head over to warchant.com for more comprehensive coverage. Our own Irish Rafael is spearheading that. See what I did there in terms of the coverage for Florida State, NCAA, NIL, and so forth. So much to sort through on warchant.com, Warchant TV. For Gene Williams, for Corey Clark, Director Ben behind the scenes, my name is Tom Lang. We'll talk to you next time here on Warchant TV.